everyone. You are listening to the Queen's Community HealthCast, sponsored by the Queen's Community Health Board. Hi, my name is Jackie Leonard, and I am a member of the Queen's Community Health Board. And today I'd like to welcome Tommy McCarthy, the Queen's Community Health Board coordinator, and Deborah Radal, who was a member of the Queen's Community Health Board for a great number of years and was instrumental in starting the HealthCast for the Queen's Community Health Board. Welcome, Deb, and we so appreciate you being here with us today. Jackie, thank you so much for those that nice introduction. And I'm really happy to be here today uh, doing the Community Health Cast again. Always fun and dear to my heart. And speaking of dear to my heart, I get to speak to a good friend of mine today, Christopher Snarvey. And Christopher is here um, wearing a different hat. And those of you that know Christopher, he wears many, many hats. And today he's here in the capacity as the president of the Seaside Centre. Now, the Seaside Centre was a recipient this year of one of the uh, health board's wellness grants. So I'm very excited to talk to you in that capacity. And Chris, like you and I have worked on a lot of different things over the years. We have. We sure have. <laughs> yeah. We have. So this is really cool for me because for a change, I don't know what this is all about except for what I've read. So I'm excited to hear all the new stuff. So let's try to keep organized, with this, which is different than our regular conversations, wouldn't you say? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I'll try not to be too scattered. How about you start by telling us a little bit of the history of the Seaside Center, where it's located, what type of activities and stuff like that. And then later we'll move on to talking about the project itself. How does that sound? Sounds good to me. Okay, take it away, President Snarby. (laughs) Yeah, so the uh, Seaside Center is the former District 7 school in Beach Meadows back in the 90s when all of the local small schools were being closed. A group of uh, residents got together and decided let's let's make this a community center and uh, it's been a community center ever since and uh, we've got a, an awesome group of volunteers right now who are on our board of directors that are injecting some new passion and life into the center uh, we've had a busy year and a half since we all since we became the board we've had a lot of projects on the go just trying to bring some life back into the center and uh, and maybe and you know making some positive changes. You know, one area we've been working hard on has been grant writing, um, just to, to make the building more efficient. It's one, that's kind of one of our big backgrounds, uh, or sorry, one of our big projects, I should say. Um, we recently completed that project where we, we put in heat pumps um, to avoid the oil costs that we've been facing the last few winters. Yeah, those are big ones, aren't they? Yeah, they're kind of huge. And, um, you know, and it's, it's kind of like the whole, how much do we want to fundraise just to try to keep place heated uh, versus versus actually putting on programs. So um, the thought was if we can make, you know, make some investments in the efficiency of the building, that will allow us to focus more on programming um, and to and to and to do to focus in that area. So we've got that completed now. Um, we insulated, uh, we, we put in the heat pumps and that was a pretty major job. And uh, and it's, it's allowed us also to focus on, you know, doing more events in the summertime when you might need air conditioning. Sounds like uh, the board has sort of taken the tack that we're going to get the housekeeping stuff done, get everything rocking and rolling, so they have a good foundation to apply some of these uh, new approaches to programming. How does that make sense? Absolutely. And in the last year, we've done we've done we kind of did a whole we did a lot of programming as well, um, and it was quite we had a lot in our plate um, between trying to get the infrastructure 
and all that up to par and doing some programming as well. But but now we're kind of finding our groove a bit and things are going really well. We've got a lot going on. We have we have weekly yoga sessions that are happening at, at the at the building. We've got cooking workshops we've done. And then, of course, we've done the community events like, you know, the, the quiz night and concerts and that sort of thing. And uh, and of course, the weddings and other other big events like that. So we're kind of we're doing a whole bunch of stuff um, and it's been great. A lot going on. There's a lot going on. And we can't forget, we can't forget the the things that I always go to. I just love to go to the seasonal craft fairs, particularly at Christmas time. Um, there's always really great things to see. And, and it's, it's something that I look forward to with some of my friends every year. Yep. Yep. And our, our craft, uh, our craft show is on again for September. So that's, that's another one that's going to be going to be back and uh, we're planning some other fun events as well. So. That's really interesting. You keep saying we and you talk about the board. So why don't you tell us a little bit about your role as the president? Who runs the center? Like, give us the just a brief description about how that all operates, because I'm sure people are wondering. Yeah, so we're we're a board. Um, well, yeah, basically, it's uh, the board is open to anybody that lives in Queens County. Um, and, uh, and and we have members that, you know, from Brooklyn, um, mo- like most of the board right now is from Brooklyn. Uh, along the along the coast to kind of east and west Berlin, uh, and it's open to anybody. Uh, anybody can be a member, and we don't have any paid um, any any paid person that's running it. So it's all run by volunteers. Um, we have a number of committees. We have uh, I think we are we have nine uh, nine or ten board members right now, and then we have a whole list of people in the community who have offered to volunteer for different things. So. Um, we have like our baking people that if we want to do a bake sale, we know who to call and they'll, they'll, they'll always pitch in and, and provide those items. We have, we have maintenance people. So if there's a problem, we have local plumbers and carpenters who will come and fix those issues. So we've got kind of different people to do different types of roles to keep the center running. And, um, but the core obviously would be the board and it's made up of, of local people who love the, love the facility, love the property and, and, and love love connecting the community there. So it's, it's, it's been really good. And I, and I, I'm, I'm the lucky one. Cause I just, you know, I'm the president, but I'm, I tend to just kind of, you know, try to make sure everybody's, I've got a lot of people who are helping support me, put it that way. But they're the ones that are down the trenches doing all the hard, hard lifting. Right. So, um, and, and I'm, you know, and, and it's, it's, we've got a really great team and everybody on the board makes contributions. I've been on other boards in the past where you, you have some people who are really pulling a lot of weight and others who are just kind of there for the ride. But this, this group is a really fantastic group of people and everybody is really pitching in. That's such a positive story. I love to hear that for, for the community to have such uh, such a, a real, what seemingly organized structure. And it sounds like there's very, very many opportunities for people who may want to volunteer. They don't want to sit in board meetings. Like a lot of people don't want to sit in board meetings, but they're happy to be like a dog's body. What do you need me to do? And most of us, I think, or a lot of people are like that. They like to say, give me a task, I'll do a task, but I don't want to go to meetings. Are there opportunities for the community to become a part of what's happening at Seaside Centre right now? Absolutely, absolutely. And we're, we're, we're working on some other projects now that are coming down the pipeline. One thing we're looking into right now is kind of a Tuesday activity day. Um, I don't, we don't have a name yet. It's very in the early, early stages, but we want to see is we want to see kind of Tuesday being devoted to a drop-in 
drop-in sessions to connect people together. Um, and so, you know, whether it's crafting or quilting or yoga or playing cards or playing games or bridge, um, having the center open kind of the whole day for, for various sessions that are taking place. So right now we're starting to look at getting some instructors to, to who are willing to lead those sessions and, and just kind of make it a, a weekly event where people know that they can drop in and they can pick kind of any activity and, and dive in and take part. So that's, that's on the horizon. That's kind of our next big project. Well, that sounds great to have to have that. It's a really super idea. So if if anybody out there has any ideas, suggestions, has a skill that they might want to share, a talent that they want to share with with the Seaside Center, they're looking. So um, we can uh, you can contact us here at the Community Healthcast or the Queen's Community Health Board, or we will have in our show notes links so that they can directly um, reach Christopher and his team. So lots happening, and I kind of want to steer us through or back to the wellness grant, because I know having worked on the board, I've been on, was on the board for six years, and that was one of my pet projects. My favorite things to do would be to um, be involved in the wellness grant time of year. You kind of feel like you're gifting money to people, but it's not gifting. It's, it's taking a look at really interesting projects and seeing how they apply with the, the goals and the important things that we as a Queens Community Health Board want to focus on, which is community health. What makes our healthy community? So tell us about your project, maybe the application process. Yeah, well, I mean, obviously, coming out of COVID, thing, the world is a different place. Um, we've been trying to get people back into the community after years of isolation. And the reality is, is we do have an aging population here in Queens County. We have people who are lacking the means to get to different events and stuff. So what we're trying to do is to include everybody uh, in, in events that we put on, uh, whether they can attend in person or not. So what we're trying to do is we're trying to, by using technology, we're trying to reach people who otherwise might not be in be present at, at various events that we had. So whether it's um whether it's a cooking workshop, you know, where we can record the the workshop and put it on the website and people from home can take part, that's one example of of how this grant will be applied. We we don't have a website right now. So we have a Facebook page but not a proper website. So we want to get a proper website up and running that'll house all of these workshops and different events that are taking place. One of the capacity if people are having a um, a family reunion and, you know, they have family that can't make it back to, to Beach Meadows for the reunion where people can zoom in and they can be part of the reunion by using this technology. So that's another example of how we want to make the place more inclusive and reach people who otherwise won't make it in person. So that's kind of the goal. And um, and we are a charity as well. So we do we do focus a lot on charitable activities Food insecurity is another example that, that we've been focused on as well. We have a free Christmas dinner every year, and we do deliveries to people who who don't have vehicles, who don't have a means to get a warm meal. So um, like this Christmas, I think we served 120 or 130 people um, from, from around the community, and, and we delivered a, a bunch as well to people who otherwise wouldn't have had Christmas dinner. So, you know, this, that's just another example of what we're trying to do. So... That's that's where we're at right now. So all of this went into your grant application, and I can tell you that you're checking all the boxes based on what you're talking about here in terms of making uh, having strategies to overcome barriers, 
looking at ways that this connects with the social determinants of health, really contributing to making the community healthier. And so some of the some of the things that you were high, or talking about specifically, the aging community, uh, the barriers, maybe economic barriers to being able to drive to the center itself, distance. How do you see that? How important do you see that ability to connect with people for the health of our community? Well, I think it's I think it's huge. Um, it's and and it's a at this point that with technology, it's made it's made it easier to reach people uh, than in the past. And I think we have to take advantage of that. It's different from what we're used to doing. You know, we're 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 used to people coming to us. Um, and we still want people to come to us, of course, but we also want to try to reach people who can't make it to us for whatever reasons that, the, you know, that are, that, that are, whatever barriers are keeping them from getting there. Um, so with, you know, with the technology at our fingertips now, it is easier to reach, reach everybody and, um, and, and also reach people at times that are convenient for them as well. You know, so um, some people might not be people that want to go out on a Friday evening to do something, but they might want to participate in, in something, you know, the next morning and, and watch what was happening and, and take part that way. Right. So there are all sorts of, um, of people out there who will be able to reach with this technology. I'm really impressed with how much the Seaside Center has, has thought this over. And although it, is different than maybe what traditionally has been done. I think one of the outcomes of COVID was the whole idea of meeting people where they're at, which was the impetus for this particular podcast was community engagement is very important to the Queen's Community Health Board, to all the health boards across the province. So we wanted to come up with an idea to engage our community in a way that was safe and yet effective. And even though um, COVID is... You know, wherever we're at with COVID, I'm not going to say it's over. That's a that's a can of worms. So I'm not going to say it's over, but I am going to say that it's it's given us a lot of opportunity to again meet people where they're at. And it sounds like that's what you're doing with the with your successful wellness grant at the Seaside Center. Yep, that's exactly what it is. And and even our own our own board meetings. You know, we have a lot of members of the board who are away in the winter, and and you know we've started meeting virtually as well. And you know, it's just it's it's changing with the times. And and like you said, meeting people where they're at, and that's exactly what we're trying to do. Christopher, what are you looking for right now? What is Seaside Center looking for in terms of resources? We really um, we want people with ideas who want to make an impact in their community to step up and and take on some some big, pretty big roles. Uh, we are a board of nine or 10 people, um, and there's only so much that the nine or 10 of us can do. So we are very open to people saying, hey, you know what, I've got an idea. Would you be interested in partnering with us? Or, or could I help you guys lead this type of thing? We have, we have, we have, you know, dozens and dozens of volunteers who are willing to help. Um, you know, if, like I said, if we need people to peel potatoes, if we need people to collect money at a door to do various things, but we are really looking for people who are willing to kind of take on some more leadership roles. So, you know, I'm going to give one person a, a shout out, like Pam Sampson is, is somebody in our community who organizes uh, Christmas, uh, Christmas, organizes concerts, live shows. And she came to us last year and said, Hey, I'd like to do this live show at the center. And we were like, absolutely, what do you need from us? And she kind of took the reins and just did it. And it was a huge success. Um, we want more of that. We we want, you know, there's only so much that the board can do. And 
we want to make the center a place where people can come to us and say, hey, we've got an idea. We're willing to take this on. We have friends who are going to help us organize it, but we might need support from the center for X, Y, and Z. And, and we provide those supports, but we really want to see community members from anywhere in Queens County that want to see something happening at the center to step up and take leadership roles and deliver because it, it, it's, it, it's only, there's only so much a small group of people can, can do. And uh, those of us on the board all have certain projects that we want to see happen, which we'll do, but we do want to make it clear that we are open to other things as well. And uh, like we recently had a lady who wanted to do, um, to do a paint night and she just approached us and said, Hey, could I do a paint night? We're like, absolutely. Let's make it happen. And she did one a couple weeks ago and there's another one coming up uh, next week. So, you know, so that's the type of thing where, where we we're open for business. We want to see stuff happening and step forward if you have any ideas and we'll, we'll make it happen. Well, it really sounds like you're open to new ideas and not clicky. Cause I think some people get worried about places being clicky, don't they? Absolutely. Yeah, that's right. And, and, and that's the big thing is a lot. The, the interesting thing about our, our community is in the, in the last couple of years, it's really changed. Like we have so many new people that have moved here, uh, bringing, bringing forward new ideas. And, um, it's interesting. I was at the Chamber of Commerce uh, annual meeting um, a few a few weeks ago, and I would say the majority of people in that room were people who have moved here within the last two or three years. And there are a lot of new people that are coming into the community with fresh ideas who want to get involved and and who are willing to get involved, which is really good to see. And and also people who have lived here all their life who are willing to step up. So we want to be a place for everybody to come and uh, and and make things happen. Very exciting because it's nice to have an infusion of new people because those of us that have done a lot of volunteering, you know, some of us are tired. <laughs> you get tired. and But then when you have new people coming in with new ideas and new energy, that makes things exciting. I just want to sort of tease out something that you said about looking for people to um, kind of take on bigger roles. Although you said that, I'm getting the sense that there's some support to maybe help people organize that from the board too. I think what I'd say is like, the, let's say if the board has, you know, eight, eight or 10 projects that we really want to do in a year events, eight or 10 big events. And if, if we wanted to like double that number, we need other people to step up in leadership. So it's more saying, Hey, I'm willing to kind of take the lead on this project. And, and we, and we need more people willing to take the lead on a project as opposed to people that are willing to help in the background. We need more people to take on leadership roles. So that's kind of what we're looking for this year is to try to find people to step up to say, hey, I've got a I've got an idea that I'm passionate about. I want to see this happen. And how can we make it happen? And we will, as a, as a Seaside Center, we will help see that project through. But we just need people to take take the take the role as lead on these projects. Well it sounds like there's a lot of good opportunity there. I mean if I have an idea Sounds like you might be able to help out with that. I think at this point, um, the best thing to do is if anybody has any questions, to contact you. And uh, But before we go, do you have a projected or what is your projected timeline to having that new uh, website up and rolling? Yeah, we have a communications committee right now that's working on it. So we're, we're in the design process right now. So I, I would say I would say by like mid-summer is when we're hoping to have it up and running. Exciting. And until then, they can connect you. They can connect to the Seaside Center through the Facebook page. Yep. Facebook page, email. Our, our email is easy. It's info at seasidecenter.ca and center spelled the Canadian way, R-E. So that's really, really exciting. Lots of 
great information. It's nice to hear that the wellness grant is going to help the Seaside Centre along, which is going to benefit our community at large. So, Christopher, thank you again for speaking to us on the Queen's Community Healthcast. Wish you all the best of luck and uh, hope to see you on not on Zoom. Thanks for having me.